and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you doing tonight? I am so excited to talk to you about tonight's show. Well, it's, it's rare that we have a topic that certainly I am completely unaware of, but that is tonight. And, you know, I know that we've done a couple of these shows where we've talked about some tours that you've done that are new to you. This was a tour that is new to you. It's called Caring for Giants, and it's something that I know absolutely nothing about aside from some casual conversation with you. So I'm going to really just kind of throw it to you. Explain to us what this is before we even really jump into the specifics of it. Of course. And if you've been listening to past shows, you know that we've done a lot of shows on the tours associated with Animal Kingdom. And don't hate me for it, but I've done pretty much every other backstage tour pre-COVID except the animal ones because it wasn't my biggest area of interest. I was more about the Disney and the backstage of the Disney. And now I've done these animal ones for the podcast. And I have to say this tour in particular, this caring for giants, I fell in love with. It is the most easy to get tour at animal kingdom. It's offered four times a day, seven days a week. And it's unique because it's open to any age. A lot of the backstage tours leave out children so they don't take away the magic. But this one, they allow anybody. And while it's not a large tour group, it maxes out at, I believe, 14. We did have from age five to, we'll go with an unknown number, putting me somewhere near the top. (laughs) Now, let's just clear something up because we have done some tours about that have taken place at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and we have done some shows that have taken place at Animal Kingdom Theme Park. This particular experience occurs at the theme park. It is in the theme park. So in addition to reserving the tour, you do need theme park admission as well as an Animal Kingdom Park reservation. What is what's the cost that we're dealing with? It's really pretty nominal. It's $35 a person, ages three and up, regardless of age. And again, one of the neat things that came up on all of my tours is that part of that fee is donated to one of the various conservation or animal funds that Disney works with. And I think the neat part about doing so many of these tours is that Disney participates mainly with four different nonprofits. And each of my guides really had an affinity towards one of the programs and is more heavily involved and more knowledgeable with their own time in their Disney Volunteers program and otherwise. So you really get a great overview of the more than a theme park that this creates. Like we said, it takes place within Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. You mentioned the, the times that it departs, the cost. Where does it begin, right? You're in the theme park. Where are we going to even begin this experience? Someplace that you probably never noticed, because if they don't have tours going, they actually pull down the sides and close it off. But as you're walking right towards the safari, the very last thing before you get there on the left is the safari tour desk. And either the sides are rolled up and you can see in and there's some cast waiting to help people 
or it's closed. Generally, there are not walk-up spaces for any of the tours because they are so limited and they do all have a 48-hour cancellation policy. Obviously, the name speaks for itself, right? It, it's it's caring for giants. We're talking about elephants. So tell us about the elephants. Let's let's just jump right into it. Tell us about these creatures that, that you got to see up close and learn about. Of course. So when you all gather in that area, they're very quick to tell you, get your drink, go to the bathroom, do all those things, because for the next 90 minutes, you're going to be out in the wild with access to nothing. You do head backstage for about a three-minute little walk over to a bus. And unlike the past tours that I've talked about where you boarded a open-air Jeep, this is a true minibus because you're not riding around on any of the savannas. It's taking you backstage. They're pointing out some of the animal sheds, the animal feeding areas, they actually have a 98 acre field that you will pass where they do their own farming for food to feed these animals, which wow. I thought is That's amazing how much they yeah. try to be self-sustaining. Sure. And then you kind of pull up and you think you're really in the middle of nowhere. You're on this little gravel lane and you see nothing. You're wondering why the bus has stopped here. But you do, if you look to the side, see a set of stairs and a ramp that you can head up. So everybody gets off the bus. They do explain that while you are backstage, cameras are never allowed. But this tour uniquely actually happens on stage, though it's someplace on stage you could never get to unless you were on the tour. And again, so that there's no confusion with Disney, they tell you, as you're walking up the ramp, when it changes from white to beige, one is off stage, one is on stage. It's very <laughs> clearly color delineated. Very cool. All right. So the specific elephants, though, like how many how many do you see, you know, versus how many we maybe would see just, you know, on property, on, on a savannah or something like that? Like what what did you encounter? Well, so it's kind of unique because we learned that they own nine elephants they have three males and six females. And we learn for those of you future zoologists out there that you would often refer to it as 3.6. They do that with all of their animals on property. The number of males, the decimal point, followed by the number of females. And the males and the females are never out at the same time. Which is an effort to control breeding, the, the population, I'm assuming. Most definitely. They talked about date night as well. Now... <laughs> The other thing that they talked about is that some of their females are just a little bit too clicky. And so all of the females can't be out together. Two of the females are moms, and then four of them are their offspring. Got it. And so the two moms can never be out in the same pen at the same time. Some of the kids get along, but not all of them. So it was interesting to hear how different the makeup of the elephants are. And because there are different elephant areas, you might see three today, you might see four or five. But again, I think one of the other things to remember how important it is, is that this is not a zoo. While we talk about animals being on stage, 
it is a hundred percent the animal's choice if they want to go on stage. No animal is ever forced to be out. So one of the things that you do see as you're riding up to this area is the semi-indoor slash outdoor pen area for the elephants. And that's where we were able to see Mac, the oldest elephant that they have. He is 40 years old. He weighs a whopping 12,000 pounds. Yikes. Staggering number. Yeah. And they said Mac kind of doesn't like to be out so much. Why? Mac doesn't like to walk so far. Got it. So Mac gets the choice, but he is often backstage. It's interesting, too. I wonder how much, and maybe you experienced this in the tour, I wonder how much of that behavior is behavior that is natural to these animals or if it has just become something that they've evolved or devolved into because of being around each other. Like in the wild, do two female elephants that are mothers not associate themselves with, with each other? Like I wonder if that's a if that's a behavior that's been learned or if it's natural. They do tend to go as bigger herds out in the wild, but I think it's also because they talked about as much as there are elements of the wild that they simulate, they will never quite purposely simulate it all. So one of the things that they talked about is elephants walking and how far elephants walk every day right. when they're in the wild. Right. And the reason that they walk that far is because they're looking for food and water. And as they eat the food, it doesn't magically get replenished like it does in Disney. <laughs> right, right. So elephants travel a much larger distance in the wild out of necessity. Right, right. That makes sense. And it also would make sense why somebody like Mac, who's 40 and weighing a staggering 12,000 pounds, as you said, has has had the learned behavior to know that he doesn't have to go and walk <laughs> all day long to get what he needs to survive, too. So that's definitely learned behavior. I and mean, we, we hear that elephants are, are very intelligent, so that's definitely learned behavior. It is, and you do wonder, one of the things that they talked about at length was elephant feeding. Right. You know, I mentioned that big area where they grow their food, and the elephants actually have their own tractor trailer backstage because they go through so much food each elephant on average eats 300 pounds of hay a day wow staggering numbers when you think about that's it. that's crazy <laughs> and in order to get the right nutrients and to have the supplement and the different textures it's actually a unique blend of five different kinds of hay huh. except for mac and i found this kind of unique and mind-boggling all at the same time. Mac only gets four kinds of hay because they learned that Mac is allergic to coastal hay, one of the mixes that everybody else uses. So what you're, and, so what you're saying is that Disney has modified Mac's meal the same way they would modify all of our meals if we had told you know, our server that we have a food allergy. I was going to say, some <laughs> of us are gluten-free, some of us are coastal hay-free. There you go. Good job, Mac. Um, but again, I would say that that came up because there was an eight-year-old girl on my tour who rides horses right, and cares for the horses and knows a lot about horses and horses' stomachs. And she was asking so many 
amazing questions. I kept having to look over and see that it was really the eight-year-old, not the adult. <laughs> um, and she asked, you know, do they have allergies? How do you know what they like and what they don't like? And they really talked about all of the ways that they watch the elephants. Um, one of the other things, here's a job you never thought you wanted. They weigh some of the elephant poop because they eat 300 pounds a day. And here's staggering for you. They poop 150 pounds a day. Yikes. And when they're not, they know something is wrong and they work on what they can do to make this elephant more comfortable. So you obviously know that isn't going on in the wild. No, but that, but that is a lot of poop. So I, I, I do have some questions for you because in my house right now, and I'm sure some of the, the folks that are listening in their house, Disney Plus has brought this National Geographic show that, that you know, taking care of the animals, the animal kingdom, into all of our homes. We watch it constantly. One of the things that's great about that show is you get to see the personalities and you get to see the relationships that some of these cast members have with these animals. Did you get to meet any of the cast members that work intimately with these creatures? And, and maybe did they share any of their stories or, or anything that, you know, you took away after meeting them? I did. I met Stephanie and her official title is an elephant keeper. Okay. And Stephanie's job is to mostly stay up on this platform that we were on that views one of the elephant savannas and just watch them. Make sure that their interactions are okay. If for some reason, you know, that's how they figured out they had to separate the girls. Their job is to watch them, catalog them. And she was able to talk to us all about the different elephants and every one of them obviously is named and how the name came about and who they get along with and what their personality is. And I'll be honest, an elephant is an elephant to me. This one may look bigger and this one may look smaller, but they're like, no, look at the shape of the ear and look at the size of the trunk. Like, just like you would if you had triplets or quadruplets at home, they can tell me about the elephants. They can tell me about some of their behaviors, which one, you know, tends to stomp its feet more, which one runs away from others versus going into the group to play. Listening to Stephanie talk was awesome. And for any of you who are either looking to study animals or who have children looking to study animals like my niece is, we were talking to Stephanie a little bit about how do you become Stephanie? How do you become sure. the elephant keeper? Yeah, yeah. Um, because let's be honest, how many elephant keepers are there in the world? And so she talked about just a big science background and an animal lover and wanting to do things. And then she got into some of the unique detail with us because our first question was, well, you know the animals so well. Are you the one caring for them when they're sick? And she was telling us, no, like there's an elephant dentist. Huh. And there's like one or two of them in the whole country. And they fly from zoo to zoo as there's a need. And there's somebody who deals with elephants when they are having those food allergies and all kinds of resources to help them in such unique, specialized jobs. And to hear about the elephants and have people talk about them with the passion that you would of your own children really shows what love Disney and the Disney cast have for these animals. Very cool. 
anything else that you learned, any, any facts or anything that we really haven't talked about tonight? I mean, it's a really, really unique tour. So anything you could throw at us before we say goodnight tonight, bring it, bring it. This is the time. Poop and all. <laughs> poop and all. There's two things. One is as much as we all love and cuddle our children, the elephants, because of their size, let's be honest, at 12,000 pounds, they could crush a human. So while they have opportunities to be with the elephants and maybe even petting and touching the elephants, they're always in what's considered protective contact. So they're up on a platform and there's a partial wall separating them for the safety of the humans. That is always number one, followed by the safety of the animals. Like we've talked about in previous shows about the tours through Animal Kingdom, the animals really do control how much of their care they want, what learned behaviors, hoof care, and all of those things. Um, but I do think the other unique piece, and I had no idea this was a thing. So on every backstage tour you do at Disney, you get a name tag. This name tag, unlike the normal ones that aren't always so exciting, they can often be just a piece of white paper. This is a little beige piece of paper that says caring for giants with my name on it. And if you read the back, it says, this handcrafted paper is made from 85% elephant poop fiber. <laughs> gross. <laughs> kind of gross, but kind of I never knew that you could make paper out of elephant poop. So there's your word for the day. We've got you covered. And again, I encourage you, if you're looking to start with some backstage tours, this is a great one for the whole family. This is a great one if you've taken your child out of school for the day, for the week, and you're looking to add that real educational component. Your kids won't know they're learning. They will be so engrossed and love it. So I encourage you to do this. It books 60 days out, just like dining currently, and you want to book ASAP. Well, Sandy, thank you for taking the time to go on this tour, and thank you for taking the time to share it with us. I've learned a tremendous amount, aside from the fact that you can turn elephant poop into something that you can write on. Um, I think it sounds like a great tour, and you know, we'll recommend it to folks. Have a great week. You too. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share on your Facebook and Instagram for other Disney fans to enjoy. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories. <laughs>